right here, bringing you entertainment, news, breaking news, stories and truths that they won't tell you over the other airway. <clears throat> and we have a special today. We've added to our Ukrainian The Heart of Hope site a button where you can Give suggestions, add additional information, and actually say what you want to feel. If it's in Ukrainian, we'll translate it. Don't worry about it. And another surprise. We have, we are spontaneous here. This was just a last-minute shot. I said, you know what? We have a, I have, I have pen pals. Let's call them pen pals. Sweet women over there in Ukraine. They write me. And we exchange letters. And Anna sent me a recipe for borscht and dessert. And we're going to go over those recipes. This should be fun. So, Enlightenment Radio, you can go to ukrainetheheartofhope.com for our new website. Embedded in there is the radio dial. Yes, sir, we're innovative here. And you can go to Apple and Android and download our apps. I find it quite interesting that our audience has increased since we put the website up. And you can just go right to it and click on a radio station and listen. Every day at 6 o'clock, while you're driving home in that rush hour in Kiev, avoiding those potholes caused by falling missile parts, we can cut the music. Apple radio, no. Android radio, no. This is Enlightenment radio where you be enlightened. We also give you, like yesterday, how to fight a spiritual battle, because that's what you're in, Ukraine. We're going to beat this. If Trump keeps talking the way he is, you know he's 20% ahead in the polls of everybody. And he hasn't even, I don't think he's announced he's running yet. He's, he's beating everybody in the polls. And if he gets back in, I don't know how he's going to do it. They're going to twice, the, the, the globalists, the entire country of corruption, so much corrupt. I don't think Russia's more corrupt than we are. I really don't. I've seen so much corruption, so many lies, so much. The news is, is all, I don't watch it anymore. I've turned off the TV. It's all one big lie. Fox News is copped out the last conservative bastion in America, they've copped out. So you got Enlightenment Radio. I go through and I filter out the news. By the way, I'm hunting for any blogs of any Russian or def defectors or informants that want to uh, secretly email me. I will read your blog or link your blog. I won't do that because that would expose you. But I'm looking for some inside information, any, def uh, what do you call them, informants, defectors, whatever you want to call yourself, 
We want to know what's going on, because I think Russia's just a paper target. You know, the line of defense hasn't changed since the beginning of the war. So you're in tune to Enlightenment Radio. We're going to have, uh, you can go to the podcast on Spotify and see your previous shows in recorded, but the video portion will have captions in Ukraine, the language which you speak, okay? I have one news article I'm going to read here about this Crimea bridge. Let's do this, and then we're going to get into a little bit of, of uh, see if we get past. The First of all, how big was the attack? Well, Russia says two people have died. There are also reports in Russian media of multiple explosions, though that detail we can't confirm. We do have this footage which shows damage to the road. Russia says there's no structural damage to the bridge. We can't tell from this footage. Who was behind the attack? Well, Russia says it's Ukraine. A Ukrainian security sources told the BBC that that's the case. And we have a statement from the Ukrainians that all details regarding the explosion will be announced after the victory which would appear to be a heavy hint of responsibility. Is the bridge closed? Yes and no. This is a road and rail bridge. The road is closed. The trains, we're told, are running. How was it done? Well, Russia's talked of an unmanned drone on the water surface. That Ukrainian source told the BBC it was surface drones. We think they're essentially talking about the same thing, but we can't confirm how the attack was carried out. Hasn't this bridge been attacked before? Yes, that was in October last year. There was a big explosion. Russia accused Ukraine, and uh, months later, Ukraine has effectively admitted responsibility. What's Crimea's status? Well, it was annexed by Russia back in 2014. It remains in Russian control. Ukraine would like the territory back. And why does this bridge matter? Well, in practical terms, it's a crucial supply route for the Russian military, particularly as the Ukrainians push on with their counteroffensive. There's symbolism as well, though. In 2018, Vladimir Putin opened this bridge by driving across it, and in some ways the bridge represents his ambitions. Well, I hope he drove across it in an electric vehicle because that's the newest thing. Maybe he did a Tesla or a hybrid. Who cares? I wish he would have fallen off in the ocean. Anyway, here it is, a little bit of war music, then we'll get back to you with more news some spontaneous thoughts about what's going on and how to fight a spiritual battle with spiritual weapons. And what is the profit of war? Mm, nothing. What is it good for? Nothing. Frankie goes to Hollywood.
there is revolutionary love, love of comrades fighting for the people, and love of people. Not an abstract people, but people one meets and works with. When Che Guevara talked of love being at the center of revolutionary endeavor, he meant both. For people like Che or George Jackson or Malcolm X, love was the prime mover of their struggle, and love cost them their lives. Frankie goes to Hollywood. What an awesome rendition of that song. 
I got to look up who the original was. It was a uh, a black group back in the day of Detroit. Anyway, what is it good for? Nothing. Here's some of the top news. Two things bother me. This one bothers me the most. Ukraine strikes, or Russia strikes, Ukraine grain port after exiting export deal. Well, of all the people who make deals and who get out of deals, it's called reneging here in America. You renege on a deal. When you renege on a deal, that means you've lied, you intentionally planned on getting out of it, or you never planned on doing it in the first place. But Russia does all the reneging all the time. You can never trust them. You cannot trust them at all. So why do we do it? Oh, we're not going to put money toward missiles. Oh, we're not going to build more missiles. Oh, yada, yada, yada. Putin has just been when one reneging president after another, one reneging promise after another, a part of a Russian cruise missile, so you can't blame Ukraine for it, this cruise missile was seen inside the building damaged during a Russian missile drone strikes amid Russia's attack on Ukraine. In Odessa, Ukraine, July 28, 2023. That's from the press service of the Operational Command south of Ukrainian Armed Forces. Here's what we'll be discussing here. Russia strikes the Ukraine ports. Moscow claims gains an offensive in the east. Russia's existing grain deal, a blow to the people in need, UN chief says, and Moscow reopens one lane of that stricken bridge. Well, Russia struck Ukrainian ports on Tuesday, a day after pulling out of a U.N.-backed deal to let Kiev export grain. Moscow claimed gains on the ground in an area where Ukrainian officials said Russia forces were going back on offensive. So Russia said it hit the fuel storage in Odessa. And a plant making seaborne drones as part of a mass revenge strikes in retaliation for attacks by Ukraine that knocked out its road bridge to the occupied Crimea Peninsula. That's what really pissed him off. That was his, his pride and joy, that, that bridge. Shortly after the bridge was hit on Monday, you know, he took Crimea under Obama. He didn't do it under Trump. He didn't take anything under Trump. You know that? You get Trump back in office, Putin's going to evacuate Ukraine. I'll tell you right now, he'll leave. Trump will tell him to. So much for my politics. That's a spiritual battle. Pray to God. Keep your eyes focused on the spiritual battle. But he may be called by God to do this. I don't know. This next election is going to be something else. He's going to have every force of the evil world against him, the evil empire of the world. You know, this country has become as more corrupt than Russia. You can't count on elections anymore. I'm not going to go out and vote. I'll be, I'll be right up front with you. I'm not going to do it until they fix the way they, we do our voting over here. Well, shortly after the bridge was hit on Monday, Moscow withdrew from a year-old UN-brokered grain export deal, a move the United Nations said risk creating 
hunger around the world. So wait a second. If this risk creating hunger around the world, what are you doing about it, buffoon Biden? What are you doing about it, Macron? What are you doing about it, London leader, Sun Can, or whatever your name is? And that wuss up there in Canada, what's he doing about it? What are the world leaders doing about this if this is going to create world hunger? They don't care. You know why? Because that's part of their agenda is to starve starving countries, already starving. They're afraid that we're going to become overpopulated. They want to control the world, just like that movie titled by James Bond, The World is Not Enough. Well, the world is not enough for these people. They want dead people in the world. One of these days, I'm going to go over the 2021 agenda, 2030 agenda, which is part of this plan, program. I don't know if Putin's even a part of it. I think he just does his own thing. Falling debris and blast waves damaged several homes and unspecified port infrastructure in one of Ukraine's main ports, Odessa. According to Ukraine's Southern Operational Military Command, local authorities in Mykolaiv, another port described a serious fire there. The Russian attacks on ports provide further proof that the country terrorist wants to endanger the lives of 400 million people in various countries that depend on Ukrainian food exports, said Andrei Yermak, Yermak, the head of Ukraine's presidential staff. Ukraine's Air Force said X-caliber missile, six-caliber missiles, and 31 out of 36 drones were shot down. Moscow, for its part, said it had foiled a Ukrainian drone strike in Crimea with no major damage on the ground and reported a single land single lane of road traffic to the Crimea Bridge. Well, let's go down below here. A blow to people in need. The Black Sea grain export deal brokered a year ago by Turkey and the United Nations was only one of the only diplomatic successes of success, successes of the war, lifting a de facto Russian blockade. Oh, come on. My picture moved. Doggone it. Well, let's put on a song here while I find that news story, okay? I'll be right back. He's five foot two and he's six feet four. He fights with missiles and with spears. He's all of 31 and he's only 17. Been a soldier for a thousand years. He's a Catholic, a Hindu, an atheist, a Jain, a Buddhist, and a Baptist, and a Jew. And he knows he shouldn't kill, and he knows he always will. Kill you for me, my friend, and me for you. And he's fighting for Canada, he's fighting for France. He's fighting for the USA And he's fighting for the Russians And he's fighting for Japan And he thinks we'll put an end to war this way And he's fighting for democracy He's fighting for the Reds 
He says it's for the peace of all He's the one who must decide Who's to live and who's to die And he never sees the writing on the wall But without him, how would Hitler Have condemned him at Laval? Without him, Caesar would have stood alone He's the one who gives his body As a weapon of the war And without him, all his killing can't go on He's the universal soldier And he really is to blame His orders come from far away no more They come from here and there And you and me And brothers, can't you see This is not the way we put the end to war Donovan prolific song about universal soldier well I couldn't go back to that article but basically it was saying how we they restored part of the road to the bridge they've cut off the uh, grain that supplies food which will supply food to 400 million people I don't know how long these world leaders are going to put up with this madman there's got to be a stop well, I ran across another article. Maybe this will help them. Russia has unexpectedly seized the local operations of Carlsberg and Danone, two of the world's largest consumer good companies, in a move that escalates economic hostilities of the West. Now he's picking on us again. In a decree signed by President... <laughs> a decree... Signed by who? President Vladimir Putin. On Sunday, Russia placed Danone and Carlsberg's local operations under temporary management, putting them under the control of the Federal State Property Management Agency, Rosa Mushkin. What idiot would go to Russia and build a company and think that they're going to get away with profits? Same thing with China. You're, you're a fool. Make things here in America. Make America... Strong again. That's our motto. <sighs> move. The move is the second time Russia has seized Western assets in the country since the Kremlin unveiled a decree in April that allows the state to take temporary control of assets of companies or individuals from the Moscow calls unfriendly states. Russia officials have said that the seizures are in retaliation for similar moves by Western countries. In April, Russia took control of utilities owned by Germany's Uniper and Finland's Fordham. The decree sets up new hurdles for foreign companies trying to exit from the country. Oh, new hurdles for foreign companies trying to exit from the country, making a step in the economic battle that is taking place in parallel with kinetic war being fought in the battlefields of Ukraine. Did you see that? We're fighting a war on one end financially. You're fighting a war with your lives, bullets, planes, tanks, and we're fighting with our financial. Look, both of those are effective. And here's a big factory here, Danone, big photograph of it. The move 
Propanenko said, shows that the Kremlin has abandoned any idea of a possible normalization relations with Europe, either now or later. You know what? I think we need to kick out every ambassador, every Russian company, every everything has to do with Russia out of this country, out of America, and out of Europe, and end them now. What are you afraid of? Putin's a paper tiger. He couldn't take one country, Ukraine. How's he going to take west of Europe if you come and get him? My gosh, I could get, I could group some Boy Scouts together. We could take Moscow. I, I'm sick of this being afraid of his missiles. That's stupid. Just drop a, a, what you call an EMP bomb over him, and all of his electricity in the whole entire state of country of Russia will go out. We've got the weapons. It's a spiritual battle. I just keep praying. I don't have control over what these leaders do. Russia says it's pulling out of Ukraine grain deal. That was where I was at. The bridge between Crimea and Russia is disabled. In the attack, it's been repaired, so to speak. Russia steps up economic war with us. Russia detained senior military officers in wake of Wagner mutiny. He's cleaning house there. Putin moves to dismantle the Wagner paramilitary group. And the Europeans grow more assertive on the Ukraine and U.S. in caution. Well, so much for the news. We've got some happiness here. Anna has shared her borscht recipes. Yes, sweet Anna, a uh, pen pal of mine. She likes to feed people. She takes pride in her recipes. I'm going to have to ask her how they were handed down, how many traditions, how many generations and traditions have been handed down to her. And we will be going over these recipes right here on the air. And we're going to post them on our Ukraine, theheartofhope.com. And one is a borscht, and uh, one is a dish that uh, is a dessert. And I know you people are listening in India. You love your desserts. We love our desserts here, too. It almost looks like a pot roast, but it's a different color. So, here's what is an article somebody sent me. This is what, this is what spurned me to uh, put up her recipes. Okay, so this article my friend from Texas sent me, Linda, says, I will open up the article. It's called... Uh, 10, top 10 Ukrainian stereotypes which are true. says which are true. Well, you have on the website, hey, keep that quiet. On the Ukrainian website, uh, uh, ukrainetheheartofhope.com, and 
Number 10, the top Ukrainian stereotypes which are true. When Ukrainian people dress up, they go all out. Sky high, sky high heels, glittery skirts, fur coats, incredibly made up girls, the latest crisp, bright and loud men's fashions and guys. When they're not dressing to go out, Ukrainian men tend to tone it down and wear quiet clothing, but Ukrainian women keep it up, dialed up, always seeming as though they're stepped out of fashion magazine. I have photos to prove it. Number nine, gender roles are alive and well in Ukraine. Men are men and women are women. There's none of these 50 genders going on over there. If every aspect of daily life, men are expected to be very traditionally chivalrous, Opening doors, pulling out chairs, out from under them when they sit down. No, I'm kidding. And paying for the ladies. Women are expected to cook, clean, and always look gorgeous. Wow. And not offended when they encounter these kind of attitudes. American women, are you listening? Eight Ukrainians speak Russian. Ukrainians speak Russian. That's a number eight. As well as Ukrainian, of course, it's better to have two native languages. That's why we, why we don't have any problems with understanding and speaking Russian and Ukrainian, and we could never be ashamed for being bilingual. Now, here, here it is right here. This is what gave me the idea. Because Anna, several weeks ago, sent me over a picture of her recipe. I thought it was borscht, but I don't know. She hasn't told me what it is, but it's borscht. Salo or borscht. Salo, a lard or pig fat, and borscht, which is a soup, are considered to be Ukrainian, national traditional dishes. And the stereotype that Ukrainians eat it every day is really widespread among the foreigners. We will neither confirm nor deny it, but one thing we can confidently Say confidently. If it seems strange to you, you just have to try it. You will definitely like it. Number six, Ukrainians are superstitious. This one cracks me up. If this is true, I I, I can't believe it. You guys are going to have to chime in on the website and tell me that this is true. I, Ukrainian people have a lot of superstitious that mostly habits knock on wood is in many cultures. Many people in Ukraine will sit down inside their house before leaving for a trip to ensure a good journey. They will consider it good luck to break a glass accidentally. <laughs> and they will spit three times over the shoulder after they knock on wood. Most people don't actually believe these things work, but they always, always do them anyway. That's called superstition. Ukrainian babushkas. You've heard that word, babushka. I, I remember hearing that word growing up. I just didn't know what a babushka was. Um, Ukrainian babushkas. Ukrainian granny is a pervasive image, a Western culture, a good news. She exists. There are a lot of older women in Ukraine who look exactly stereotypical babushkas. Small and short, with scarves around their heads, ready to run you down with their wheels shopping cart. 
Okay, number four, friendliness and hospitality. Some foreigners say that we seem to them very gloomy, constantly quarreling with each other. I've never, I've, I don't have any stereotype of Ukraine. I had nothing, no knowledge of Ukraine at all before this war started, before we became pen pals with some people and uh, got involved with this radio station. Well, it says, um, in fact, we're very hospitable, always ready to help. We love to give advices, even when we are not asked. And we also have a wonderful sense of humor. I agree. You, you guys are trippy with your humor. You should at least once come to dinner for an ordinary Ukrainian family, and you will immediately feel all the friendliness and hospitality of the Ukrainian people. Number three. Ukrainians love drinking. According to H, the WHO, which is the World Health Organization, Ukraine ranks sixth in the world in terms of alcohol consumption, an average of 13.9 liters per capita. If you're ever at an event of any sort organized by Ukrainian people, there will be vodka there. It will be offered to you. But does not mean you have to drink it, or does not mean they're alcoholics. It's just about Ukrainian hospitality and affection to soulful sit-rounds. Number two, Ukrainian women are extremely beautiful. Walk down any street in Ukrainian city, and you'll see that absolutely true. Young Ukrainian women are gorgeous. They are very particular about their appearance. Most women go outside without their hair, <laughs> without their hair and makeup being perfectly done and their outfits, shoes, and accessories perfectly matching. The heart of Europe. In addition to the fact that Ukraine is the largest country in terms of area, also the geographical center of Europe is located in the village of Rakiv and Transcapathia. We also have our own seven wonders. The UNESCO World Heritage sites, among which are ancient Sophia of Kiev, Chersonese, and the unique beach forest in Carpathians. B-E-E-C-H for us. Despite the fact that there are many stereotypes, myths, and even legends about Ukraine and Ukrainians, do not believe in everything that they say. We are sure that it's better to see one time than over 100 times. Just come and see with your own eyes and welcome to the Ukraine. Well, I've been invited over there. I'm getting mixed messages. Some say... You know, it's safe. I'm not one to go over to Ukraine, just Kiev, that is. I, I don't know. I got to think about that one. I got a, long, I got a lot of things I want to do in life. <laughs> Here's the unknown soldier by the doors. Prolific song, then we'll get into Anna's recipes. Yeah. 
listening to is coming from enlightenment radio sound
expands consciousness. The music you are listening to is coming from Enlightenment Radio. Sound waves that lift your consciousness, enhance your mood, and transcends time and space. Visit our website at enlightenment-radio.com, where you'll be guided each level of transformation to become an enlightened one. I promised we're back with Princess Anne, I call her. She's a sweetheart. We've been pen pals for a long time. She's in uh, Kiev, sends me pictures. You know, her photos, she's a beautiful woman, but her photos are so scenic. It almost makes me want to go to Kiev. I mean, it's as scenic as any major city I've seen. I, I I don't know if there, it's ocean land. There's an ocean nearby somewhere they go to. I don't think it's Kiev. And countryside that she goes to. I, I just see a lot of beautiful countryside, and I see an ocean shots from a lot of the fan mail I get. I'm going to have to study the grounds. She says, come on over. It's safe. <laughs> A few of my other fan pals said, whoa, how value, how much do you value your life? So, I, you know, I could be walking around, enjoying myself with a cup of coffee. Boom! Incoming drone, missiles. I don't know if I'm ready for that. It sounds like they're intensifying everything anyway. Well, here we go. She calls this Anna's Candles, Anna's Recipe for Sweets. The Ingredients. One and a half cups of oatmeal. You know, I used to use oatmeal in my meatloaf. There's a meatloaf recipe on the back of Quaker Oats. One cup chopped nuts. You can use any walnuts, almonds, and hazelnuts. A half a cup of honey or maple syrup. One-fourth cup peanut butter, which <laughs> reminds me when I was a kid. I used to pour maple syrup in a jar of peanut butter and <laughs> eat that. Okay, and other vegetable oil and half a cup of chopped dried fruit mixture. E.J. E.G. Raisins, raisins. She speaks better English than I do. I swear, these letters, their vocabulary is excellent. It's amazing. And I'm a writer. <laughs> dried apricots, prunes, one-fourth cup chocolate drops. And now these raisins, dried apricots were recommended in parentheses as for your chopped fruit, okay? One-fourth cup chocolate drops or chopped chocolate optional. One teaspoon of vanilla extract. That makes anything taste good. A pinch of salt. You know, there's a pinch of salt in everything. Instructions. <clears throat> in a large bowl, combine the oat flakes, chopped nuts, and dried fruit mixture. That's what you do. Stir, a uh, pinch of salt, stir constantly until the mixture is completely melted and smooth. Remove the pan from the heat. Did I put that in there? 
in a small saucepan over medium heat. That's it. Combine the honey and maple syrup, peanut butter. Okay, chocolate drops or chopped chocolate. Yes. Get it on some medium heat. Now, remove the pan from the heat and add the honey. These will all be posted on our website, Ukraine, theheartofhope.com, as if I'm not reading it correctly. I am, but I'm screwing around here. Mix well so that all the ingredients are evenly combined. Transfer the mixture to a rectangular shape, align and seal tightly to form a compact layer. You can use the lack of spoon, the back of a spoon. <laughs> this is why you need to read it. Oh, been a long day. The back of your spoon or hand to do this. Back of your hand. Wow. Put the bowl, and we're not talking about the bowl you find in the corner of your shower. We're talking about the mold, the shape, you know, the sculpture. In the refrigerator for two to three hours or until completely solidified. When the bars cool down and harden, remove them from the mold and cut them in serving bars. Ready-made bars can be stored in the refrigerator in an airtight container for up to a week. This is where your delicious homemade candy bar is ready. This is where. You can enjoy it as a healthy snack or take it with you on the road or to work. Bon appetit. Anna, we're going on a picnic someday. Someday. Okay. Now, as the article read, my voice. Can you trade in a voice, get a new one? I think I'm ready. Anna's Borscht. Ingredients. One and a half cups oatmeal. One cup chopped nuts. You can use any walnuts, almonds, hazelnuts. You know, this looks identical to the dessert. Let me get my act together. Hold on. I told you there'd be a glitch in Enlightenment Radio. Told you. I'll see a bowl of borscht. I know where her recipe is. Wait a minute. Okay. Yes, there is a difference. I read her, started reading from her dessert ingredients. Let's start from reading her borscht ingredients. 500 grams of beetroot. Is that how we start? I thought we started with beef, but I'm not going to argue with this. 500 grams of beetroot, two medium carrots, one large onion, two medium potatoes, one small white cabbage, about 300 grams, 200 grams of fresh tomatoes or two tablespoons of tomato paste, 200 grams of beef. There we are. We're on the right track. You add beef to something, Americans will eat it. We love our beef. We just don't want to pay for it anymore. I went to get a chuck roast, which I used to cook at least twice a week in my power pressure cooker. And I'm a good pot roast cooker. I'm the best. So you go to get a chuck roast, it's $28. I pass. 
I haven't bought a chuck roast in months. Unless it's on sale, which is rare. If it's on sale, it's still 15. I used to buy a chuck roast to feed five, six people for eight bucks. Put carrots in there, potatoes, all these same ingredients. Okay, 200 grams of beef, you can use bacon, sausage, or leave borscht vegetarian. That's a good option, Anna. There's a lot of vegetarians over here. Two to three cloves of garlic, two liters of water or broth, two to three bay leaves, three to four tablespoons of vegetable oil, salt, and pepper. To taste your sour cream and fresh herbs for serving instructions, prepare the vegetables, peel the beets, and beets are good for you. Carrots, onions, and potatoes, and to cut into cubes. Finally, chop the cabbage in a large saucepan. Heat the vegetable oil, okay? <clears throat> then add the onion and carrot. Fry over medium heat until they are soft and slightly golden. Add the beef to the pan. You'll hear the sizzle by then. And fry until golden brown all sides. If you're a cooking vegetarian, borscht, skip this step. Add the beets and potatoes to the pan. Stir and fry together with, with vegetables and meat for a few minutes. Add cabbage, tomatoes, or tomato paste, bay leaves, and water or broth. Bring to a boil, reduce the heat to medium, and cook. The borscht covered with a lid for about 30 to 40 minutes until the vegetables are soft. At the end of cooking, add chopped garlic, salt, and pepper to taste. Cook another five minutes, she says. Let the finished borscht brew for 15 to 20 minutes. It's probably a good idea. Just settle it. So that flavors combine. Wow, she sounds like she is a good cook. Serve the borscht hot with additional sour cream. Oh, she's talking my language now. Sour cream and fresh herbs to taste. Traditionally, Ukrainian borscht is served with pampushki, fluffy bread balls, which can be used for immersion into the soup. Enjoy your meal. I'm going to look for this papushki next time I go to the local grocery store. Bon appetit, she says. Well, you can see her bowl. I hope, Ravi, please let me know the name of all the dishes. All right, I did do that for him. And he's posting it, hopefully, by tomorrow. You should see it on UkraineTheHeartOfHope.com. Now, as we are about to part and leave, we have one song I want to go out with. But remember, the heart of hope, we have hope in this situation. I heard another air raid in the background of a scared girl's voice today. It was recorded from the day, well, it was recorded whenever. <clears throat> but listen to what, here's Putin. I'm going to destroy you. I'm going to take you out. 
that's his fear. That's all he has is fear. That's what he's doing to you, just trying to scare you. The men are out there. Oh, my God, it looks like World War I in the trenches. But you know, Putin, what he really sounds like? Have you ever talked to him? He sounds like this. He's just a little wussy. Wussy, wussy, with a bunch of missiles. Well, that's Putin. But you know, he's really run by, I understand, by the oligarchs and a bunch of the wealthy to-dos of the Kremlin. And I hear a lot of them want to get rid of him. So that's why he's getting rid of them first. There's going to be a battle inside bigger than there is in Ukraine. You watch. Well, I learned something today. I did not know Ukraine was considered an eastern country. Why didn't they teach me that in seventh grade? I don't know. I also learned that this was the worst battle since World War II. I didn't know that. I learned a lot today. I learned that your, your grain feeds 400 million people. I didn't know that. These are all things that are important to us here in America, and I'm making... Right now, I'm broadcasting in the USA. I'm going to make this a podcast, and we're going to teach the people the importance of Ukraine because over here, they're very lackadaisical about it. They don't care about what's going on in your country. Really, they don't. They, don't, they just say, uh, we don't want... And you can't blame them. We were in a 30-year war that Bush got us into, killed soldiers, brought them home without legs and arms, and now they're still on TV asking begging for money. It sucks, it's sad, it's pathetic what he did to our army, what him and Obama did. Combined George Bush, Clinton, George Bush Jr. and Obama, what they allowed to happen to our soldiers over there is pathetic. Just ask the Russians what happened to them in Afghanistan. They are traumatized by that war. Well, God bless you, this has been Mystic Guide. I'm signing off till I see you tomorrow, 6 o'clock. This time with more news, entertainment, and who knows what surprises we have for you. This is Sting. Let us go out with a brand new day. Go.